Rhino, we are back with another special edition. And my goodness, is there, I keep saying this every time, is there another Cubs podcast that gets guests like yeah, we do? Yeah, there really isn't. I mean, we have been able to just knock down some of the biggest names in sports. We've gotten Joe Buck. We've gotten Carl Ravage, Sarah Spain. And it doesn't fail. Len Casper. And we even have Pat Hughes as an upcoming guest. But this guest also, one of the biggest names we have ever gotten on this show. I mean, does it get any bigger than Mike Greenberg, the host of Get Up on ESPN? And Greeny is also returning to the radio wave. He's got a new show that's going to be on ESPN, and he gets into that with us on this special edition of The Friendly Confines. So without any further ado, here's Mike Greenberg. Time now for the seventh inning stretch here on the Friendly Confines. And of course, when you think of ESPN, the mothership, the network, there's three guys who, in my opinion, are the face of the network. Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and our guest today. We are so excited to have him. He's the host of Get Up on ESPN, the former host of Mike and Mike on ESPN Radio, but he's returning to the radio network for a new afternoon show. Plus, let's not forget, Northwestern graduates started his career at WMAQ Radio, the Score Sports Radio in Chicago and CLTV. I grew up watching him. It's the amazingly talented Mike Greenberg joining us here on the Friendly Confines. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time and spending a few minutes with us here. What a nice introduction. I, I think what I'm going to have to do is hire you to just follow me around <laughs> and introduce me to people at all times. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Chicago Chicago still feels like my home. I, I always say I grew up in New York and then I grew up again in Chicago. I, I, I met and married my wife there. The other day, David Ross, five others missed practice for the Cubs because their COVID test didn't come back in a sufficient amount of time. Do you think ultimately Major League Baseball is taking the right steps? And do you think, you know, my, my partner and I debate about this all the time. Do you think we'll ultimately be able to see a 60-game completed season in Major League Baseball without a stoppage? I don't mean to punt on the question, but I, I, I just have no way of even guessing. Um, here's what I've said to my audience. We, we've been on the air every day on Get Up in the Morning since this whole coronavirus thing began. And what I've said all along is that I'm going to be optimistic because the price of being optimistic is the same as the price of being pessimistic. So why not? But I'm not going to be unrealistic. And when you look at what is going on around our country right now, it is very difficult for me to envision a scenario where outside of a bubble, um, all of these baseball players and all of the, the uh, support staff that is required to put on a baseball season are going to just function without this thing running rampant through it and causing extraordinary problems. Let's put it that way. Whether those problems are such that they have to shut the whole thing down or if they can actually figure out a way to work around them is what remains to be seen. I think it is a near certainty that the coronavirus will play a role, a significant role in whatever happens in this baseball season. But whether it is such that they just can't go on is what we're going to have to wait and see. And um, at this point, I'm, I'm, I both have a vested interest as one who makes my living in the sports industry. And just as a, as a lifelong fan and lover of the sport and of all sports, I sincerely hope they can. 
but it would be at this point, you would have to be completely blind to not see that there is significant jeopardy. And um, I know that isn't a definitive answer to your question, but I think it's it's the best I can manage for now. I, I don't think there's any upside to saying they'll never manage this because I hope they can. And and what I think doesn't really matter one way or the other. And we're talking with Mike Greenberg. You can find Mike on Twitter at ESPN Greeny. Of course, longtime host on Mike and Mike. And of course, now the current host of Get Up. You can find him in the mornings there on ESPN. Mike, when you look at the Cubs and of course what they've done from the 2015 to 2018 uh, era. You you know this organization as well as anyone. You got to cover them. Uh, maybe at times when they weren't at their peak, so to speak. Um, but when you think of the era and the probably the best time to be a Cub fan, are you still surprised a little bit, even though they got that title in 2016, that they they maybe didn't do more or contend more or get to maybe more World Series? How do you ultimately look at this era of Cubs baseball when it will be all said and done? Yes, two thoughts. Well, the first is to say that I covered them when they were at less than their peak <laughs> would be a very kind way to put it for them. Um, I covered some just terrible baseball at Wrigley Field um, in the uh, in the in the early '90s. Um, as far as um, this era, they won a World Series, and 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 multiple generations of Chicagoans lived full lives without ever seeing that. So you can't really call it a, a, a failure, but I do think it has been something of a disappointment. Um, what is the answer to why that has been? Because I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a good point as well. Um, you see your coworker or former coworker, I should say, David Ross, ready to take the reins of this team. Um, I don't know how well you know David Ross, but what do you ultimately think from maybe your interactions with him of how he will do as a manager? I don't know him well at all, but I have been around him when he was working for us. And I think exactly what I think everyone in Chicago knows him to be, which is a very good guy and an excellent leader. Like he is just a, a, a team guy. Um, and, and, and every comment that he ever made on any show I was hosting, it was always about the team. It was always about what the right thing to do is. It's always about what's best for the clubhouse. It's always about what's best for the group. Um, and look, I mean, historically, catchers and players who are not superstars wind up being the best managers because the catcher has the understanding of what's going on a- across the diamond better than anybody else does. And the superstar generally does not, is, is not the best leader because the superstar doesn't understand why everybody can't do what he can do. So I think that they have, they have uh, bet on the right horse. And I, I think it's a heck of a time to be trying something new because one of the things I'm most fascinated by is what is a 60 game season going to look like? And I think there's more pressure on managers this year than ever before, because you are managing a sprint and that's not something any baseball manager has ever had to do in the 160 or whatever it is year history of the sport. This is supposed to be a marathon and these guys are going to have to figure out on the fly how to manage a sprint. So um, that's either an advantage or a disadvantage for an inexperienced manager. It's a disadvantage to the extent that they don't have a wealth of experience to fall back on. But maybe it's an advantage because all of the managers are in the same boat. Uh, None of them know what it's like to manage a 60-game season because no one's ever done it before. So um, it'll be fascinating for me to see how it plays out. 
Mike, you got to cover baseball uh, in the early 90s before you left for ESPN. You, you, spent, you know, obviously you spent four years at Northwestern, went to college there. Uh, I know you got to cover, I want to say, four championships, four of the six for the Bulls. Um, you, you never had the opportunity to, to really see the Cubs as, as what they are. So I'm going to say that the Bulls were probably the highlight of when you got to cover the Chicago sports scene. But if you handicap it as a whole, in your opinion, if you take the championships of all the teams, knowing Chicago like you do, where do you think a Cubs championship is uh, kind of in the pantheon of Chicago championships when it comes to the Bears, the Bulls, the White Sox, the Blackhawks, and the Cubs overall? Is, is there a way you could rank it? I would rank them first. And I think that that is because of the 108 years that it took to happen. Um, and, and because of the extraordinary, I mean, the day, so I arrived in Evanston, Illinois in September of 1985 as a freshman at Northwestern. And I've many times said the first friend I made in Chicago was Harry Carey, even though I never met him in my life. But I quickly discovered that the Cubs only played in the afternoons because there were no lights at Wrigley Field yet. And they had this announcer named Harry Carey, who was just awesome. It didn't make any difference what was going on in the game or even that there was a game. He was worth putting the television on Channel 9, WGN, and listening to. Uh, and I quickly discovered beyond him that the Cubs were just a religion in Chicago. And um, you couple that with the 100-year, 108-year wait, I, 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 in my, my sense of it was that was the single biggest event that has happened in Chicago sports in my conscious knowledge and and maybe beyond that and that's a fascinating thing to say when you consider the iconic nature of two of the other champions that we're talking about obviously the white Sox won a world series and they were a terrific team in 2005 and i covered some really good white Sox teams in the early 90s with frank thomas and jack mcdowell and robin ventura and and the blackhawks obviously had a mini dynasty there but when you consider the iconic nature of the 85 Bears, who are one of the most famous football teams ever, whether you're from Chicago or not, the 85 Bears are one of the most legendary and iconic teams in the history of American sports. And then you consider the Jordan Bulls, who are one of the greatest dynasties ever, and who all these years later still drew record ratings to ESPN with our series of films this past spring. It is remarkable to say that anything could be bigger than those were. But I think the Cubs championship taken in and of itself was. That's at least the way I felt uh, observing it. And that's the way I have so many friends from Chicago. As I mentioned, I, I met and married my wife in Chicago. We have so I, so many of the people closest to me in my life are Chicagoans. And certainly the reaction that I witnessed in all of them I mean, I'm talking about grown adults crying real tears when when they won. Um, that, that is something that I never saw in any other championship, not only in Chicago, but anywhere. So I think the Cubs winning based upon the, the, the gap was one of the biggest championships that is that have happened in any American sport in a really long time. We're finishing up here with Mike Greenberg, who's been so kind with his time here on the seventh inning stretch. Uh, Mike, you're coming back to the radio network. You took some time away to get get up on the air, and now you're coming back. Is there anything you can tell us about your new show that's going to be coming back to the radio and what that's going to be like for you? Yes, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, it's going to air 
Uh, we're going to be two hours starting at noon Eastern every weekday, starting in the middle of August. And I'm extremely excited. Um, you're right. It took a little time to get get up sort of where I wanted it to be, where I want it to be. And I think we have it now in a good place. And it is time that I have enough bandwidth to be able to, to devote some attention to other things. And this is something I've always known that eventually I would get back to uh, because I love the medium of television, uh, but I equally love the medium of radio. They are very different. And the thing that I love the most about radio is the intimacy in the relationship with the audience. There is just a directness. There is a closeness that you can have with your audience on the radio it just doesn't exist on television for any number of reasons. And the ability to try and recapture that, which I enjoyed so much for so long on the radio, um, and to be able to go a little more in depth into things um, on radio than we do in what is a very fast paced morning television show that I host is something I'm really looking forward to. So we'll be on uh, starting in the middle of August and I'm, I couldn't be more excited about it. I, I really hope that we have a busy sports fall because I think our our nation could really use it. And I hope that I will be right in the middle of all of it, covering it for you all. Does it have a name yet? And two, will it be weird looking to your left and not seeing Mike Golick next to you? Will that be uh, kind of weird at first? Um, I think less so than it was. It was very weird, you know, launching Get Up. There were certain things about radio and TV that are different. Then there are certain things that are the same. Um, I, I, I looked to my left, uh, when we first launched get up many times. And, um, so I've gotten used to that. So I don't think it'll be that unusual for me now. Cause it's been three years. It was very unusual for me when, when I first came back, um, despite the fact that it wasn't in the same medium. Um, and then the name, we have not a hundred percent decided on the name. We have, we've been calling it the Mike Greenberg show just as a placeholder, I don't know if that's what it'll be. We have to decide. Um, my, my, what I'm being told is we need to decide that pretty <laughs> soon because they need to start making, they need to start making um, uh, graphics and, and, and logos and all that other stuff that I never think about. So I keep saying, what difference does it make what we call it? And they keep saying, it makes a difference, Greeny. We need an answer. So I need to answer that and, and I will soon. But to this point, I've not made up. Well, let me ask you guys. So, do you think that the show would be better off being just called Greeny or being called the Mike Greenberg show? One is obviously a little more formal. The other is a little more casual. I do envision the show having a little bit more of a casual air, certainly than my TV show does in the morning. So what do you guys think? Which one what, what about this? And I'm, I clearly, you know, take this for what it's worth. What about Mike and the Greeny game? Mike and the Greeny Gang is a little wordy okay. for me. It's a little, it's a little complicated. I also, I think that could be the name of the show we do in the mornings because um, that really is about the ensemble. Um, the radio show is going to be a little less that. I don't, I don't think I'll have four, five, six people on with me every day in the way that I do on TV. So that might be a little more, uh, a little more closely suited to the. TV show than it is the radio show. We'll see. I, I, we'll, we'll, I have to decide this in the next couple of days, so I'll announce it at some point. 
Um, I think I'm leaning towards greeny, but I have not 100%. I think that's a good choice. I really do. I think that that works perfectly. I think everybody's got like the name show, right? It's like so-and-so show. I think greeny, it's different. It puts it out there. Everyone knows it's you with that name. So I I think that's perfect. Uh, Mike Greenberg from ESPN, the host of Get Up, the soon-to-be unnamed radio show on ESPN's radio network starting in August. Mike, we can't thank you enough for being on with us. Please, we are inviting you back anytime you are available, your scheduling permit. We'd love to have you back on the program. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us about Cubs baseball and all things going on in your world. Well, I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Let's do it again when the season is underway. And our thanks to Mike Greenberg for the opportunity to chat with him. He was so great and so gracious with his time, Chad. Really a lot of fun. But you know what, Chad? There's always more fun to be had. How else can our listeners have fun with us? You know what? We are starting a new promotion. No purchase necessary. We're not asking you to buy anything. We just want you to support the show like you're already doing. But we want you to share it with your friends. You've got Cubs fan friends that uh, would probably love to hear this content, would love to hear Mike Greenberg, would love to hear an upcoming interview we have with, with Pat Hughes or from Fox Sports or, or dare I say, yeah, I'm talking to Rick Sutcliffe right now about an upcoming show as well. So we want the true Cub fans that are in your life to also know about this show. So here's how you do it. First things first, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you've rated us and written a review. Um, and then once you've done that, share this podcast. There's a share link on all of the podcast um, listening mechanisms out there, all the apps, all the desktop pieces. Share it with your friends. And then I want you to let your friends know, say, hey, that podcast that I just shared with you, here's the Facebook page. Because we know you are absolutely a member of the Friendly Confines Cups fo- podcast page, page. Rather, Invite your friends to that page. Tag them on a message. And we're going to be keeping track of the people that do that. And once a month during this short season, we're going to be selecting one lucky winner each month to join us on an inning. And Ryan, how does that sound to be able to like you choose the inning topic, the winner, and they get to debate me and you? That's going to be kind of fun, right? That's going to be a lot of fun because I always feel like our listeners probably know more than we do sometimes. So I'm sure they'll provide some great insight or at least they know more than Absolutely. I don't know about me, but they know. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been corrected. I've been corrected a couple times, and sometimes I just get excited and get a little tongue-tied. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I, don't, I, I neither have the voice or the face for, for TV. I'm just struggling through. You're carrying me every, all the way through, and I appreciate that. So thank you. So here's another thing. At the end of the season, we're going to keep track of everybody that takes part in this promotion. And again, no purchase necessary. You don't have to do anything other than just support the show. But we're going to have a special grand prize at the end of the season that's going to be very tied. Kind of a fun fun prize tied to the 2016 Chicago Cubs world champion. So please take part, please help us, uh, help us make this uh, podcast grow even more. We've got such a dedicated group of listeners and we appreciate each and every one of you. So we'll talk to you next time, everybody on this special edition of the friendly confines. just a game for I've seen other teams and it's never the same when you're born in Chicago you're blessed and you're healed the first time you walk into Wrigley